Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindset. It is Robbie and today I have an incredibly special guest sitting here with me. This is Alexa and she has an incredible story that she's going to share with all of us. Alexa is an influencer but she's also a health coach. She's a motivational speaker and she's one of my favorite people to follow on social media for so many reasons. The first one being that you're so positive and I genuinely feel like you share so much of your life, not just the highs, but you also share the lows, which is something that not a lot of people on social media do. And it's something that really, really empowers so many of us that follow your channel, which I'm going to link below. But welcome to the show. I'm so Thank excited you. to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So I'm going to start off this interview the way I start every single interview. And that is asking my incredible guests, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Down to the core, really the best advice I've ever received is from my mom. Okay. And my whole entire life, no matter what I was going through, what I was doing, whether it was like I was going on a new summer program or I was starting my first day of school or I was going to a job interview or I'm nervous for whatever it was, mm -hmm. she always would just tell me to be myself. Mm -hmm. And still to this day, I'll call her and I'll say, I'm so nervous. I have this meeting. And she's like, be yourself. Mm -hmm. Just be yourself. Every, literally, to, to this day, the same advice. Just be yourself. Because if you're you, like, everything happens as it's supposed to. If you try and be someone else, or you try and act a certain way, or you try and be inauthentic, it's basically be authentic and be you. Mm -hmm. uh, and be unapologetic about it as well. Unapologetic. Unapologetically authentic. Good advice. Unapologetically authentic. Just be yourself. Mama's got the best advice. Always. Oh my god, the best. So I was recently reading an article, you're recently in Women's Health Magazine, which is pretty special, and you had a quote on there, and I'm just gonna quickly get my phone to read that quote. And it said, I eventually became a full-time influencer. My goal was to help people feel their best, but I was secretly struggling to do that. And that quote was really powerful for me, and I know that at some space in our lives, we can all resonate with that. Because how many times do we have to put on a positive face when we're not feeling that way? And I would love to go into that a little bit more. And thank you for sharing that because that really impacted me. Of so. course, I love that. Okay, first I'll start off. I get really nervous doing these things. So thank you for having me. Thank you for pushing me outside of my box and my comfort zone. This is so exciting. I'm so excited. Um, okay, so in terms of putting on a smile when you're feeling pain, it's not easy for anyone, but genuinely people do it every day. They do it. You know, people, you have to show up to work. And when you show up to work, you can't really bring your, whatever's going on at home. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to put on a smile and do your job. So honestly, getting diagnosed with Lyme, I kind of learned, wow, I have to give back to myself. You mentioned that you're, you've been diagnosed with a chronic illness. Yeah. And I know you personally, so I do know that is yeah. Lyme disease. For everybody at home who may not know too much about this, um, would you give us just a little yeah. bit of an outline? I know it's, you know, it's an incredibly complex condition, but I would love just a little bit of an outline mm. so that we can understand a little bit more what you're going through. You get Lyme disease from a tick. So I unfortunately got bit by a tick about 10 years ago. Like you literally can get bit by a tick from hiking, like, yeah. It's so easy. It's scary. Honestly, I only got diagnosed last May, so wow. like a year and a half ago. I went to hundreds of doctors. I would have full body rashes, and like I have been suffering for the last ten years. And so I, you knew something was wrong, but oh, you were going forever. to physicians, oh. and they were saying, "No, there's nothing wrong." They were like, "You're it's young. You're healthy." Intuitively, we all know our bodies. You know, even if we don't have a medical degree, we still know something's not right. Lyme disease is a lot. It's technically a chronic illness, but I think I'm gonna get rid of it. So I'll let you guys know how when I figure it out. And you know, that's incredible. Your positivity. 
around that. And thank you for speaking up about it because I know there's a lot of people who suffer in silence. You know, even if it's not Lyme disease, chronic illnesses, it can be anything that you're dealing with. It really takes a long-term effect on your mental health. So the fact mm -hmm. that you can be here and be resilient and positive and say, no, this is my diagnosis, but I'm gonna turn it around is pretty incredible. People go through a lot and mm -hmm. a lot of people don't talk about anything, so why not share what I'm going through? And maybe if it helps one person, that's sick. Mm -hmm. And if it helps 10 people, that's great too. You and I have had the discussion before about overcoming traumas. Mm -hmm. And there's a really incredible book. I've recently read it. It's just come out. I'm going to link it below. And it's called What Happened to You? It's co-authored. Someone told me to, literally yesterday, someone yeah. told me to read this. So it's co-authored by Dr. Perry and Oprah Winfrey. And it's really, really incredible because they speak about trauma. And so often, we, uh, many of us have this perception of trauma as being something like one specific horrific event. It could be, you know, the death of a person or a house fire or a war or something like that. But a really interesting point that they raise in the book and a different way to think about it is that trauma doesn't necessarily have to be trauma like that with a big T. It can be all these little mini things, so microaggressions and aggressions and behaviors or neglect that happen throughout your whole life. I can imagine having a diagnosis or a label put onto you. That to me is a form of trauma and something that you're now having to deal with and hold on to and somehow heal from. So two years ago, if you would have asked me if I had trauma, I would say no. Mm -hmm. I would have said no. And that's a statistic is most people actually feel like they don't have a trauma because they don't have had, they haven't had a significant huge event that they can pinpoint in their life that that was a monumental event that scarred me or traumatized me. But there's more and more research coming out that that is actually not the case, which is so interesting. Kind of makes you think, you kind of step back and you're like, well, you know, what made me the way that I am? What shaped my outlook and the way that I love people and receive love and treat people and my worldview? And it's all based on, you know, on all of these things that happen to you throughout your life. I think becoming friends with your pain is the key mm -hmm. to healing. And I know that's wild. Sometimes it's so deep in there, you don't even it's, know how to get it. It's complex and it's multidimensional and you have to sit back and look at, and I think that's one thing that they talked about in the book that really grabbed me is like, what happened to you? Mm -hmm. So, you know, so many times when you looked at it, you, you brought up the example earlier, you go into Starbucks and the person's not very nice to you mm -hmm. and there's something else going on in their world. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what happened to you to make you this way? I think God gives you what you can handle. Mm -hmm. and I mean, that's true, that's literally biblical. Fully. Mm -hmm. And everything, every every person that comes your way, everything that happens to you in your lifetime, I, I think is a gift. I think pain is a gift. I think trauma is a gift. And that's like, it's a, it's a wild statement, but I mean, I, I never really talk about this, but I feel absolutely horrible. Like mm -hmm. I do not feel good, ever. Mm -hmm. And I recognized this a couple weeks ago and it kind of, literally a couple weeks ago, I mask things from myself as well. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a coping mechanism. We, you know, many times mm -hmm. we do that or we stay so busy with social media or mm -hmm. TV or movies or just day-to-day -day life that we don't actually stop and reflect and you realize what's actually going on. Why are we acting this way? Why are we being triggered in this way? Literally a couple weeks ago, I woke up and I was like, Wait, because I go to Dog Pound and I, I go train there. And Guys, that's a, that's a gym here in Los yeah. Angeles. But I realize every time I go in, someone asks me how I'm doing every time. And I, I don't like that question. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy because that's life. People, people ask how you're doing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's natural. Of course, I ask everyone how they're doing. But I notice lately I don't like it. And it's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And it's like, how are you feeling? And I said, I'm not sure. <laughs> Like, and I want to say good and I want to say amazing, but I don't know. See, sometimes it's easier to say I'm fine than actually being like, you're not going to sit there and someone's like, how are you? You're like, 
<laughs> well, let me tell you, you know, and sometimes you feel like that. Yeah. And obviously there's a time and a place to do that and to get wise counsel and sit down with your friends and family and people mm-hmm. who can like sew into you and feed you and encourage you and motivate you. I've learned to look in the mirror and be nice to myself. Being mm-hmm. nice to yourself, mm-hmm. the key to healing. Mm-hmm. Just be nice to yourself. You're the only person really judging yourself. If other people are judging you, they're judging themselves. So like, just be nice to yourself, key. Taking the time to not only be nice to yourself, but also to acknowledge what's gone on. So going back to that mm-hmm. past trauma, if you acknowledge what happened, then you can then you can slowly start to understand why you feel a certain way. I was having this discussion with a girlfriend the other day. She's dating this guy and she's like, Robbie, I just feel like he's up to no good. And I'm just like, you know, there's so many times we have these suspicions because of past relationships and she was in a relationship where he had previously cheated on her. So now she feels this huge kind of feeling of suspicion and so many times in our lives we take the way that we feel about other situations and we we bring that and we put it onto other people or we project it or even let that affect what we're going through so Mm. i think exactly what you're saying taking the time to one reflect and also be kind is incredibly key key (laughs) but it's not always easy like it's not easy to just go back and start digging and be like who like Mm -hmm. why do i feel this way let's bring it all up Mm -hmm. like i'm i mean I've been, I've really spent the last two years diving deep and my whole life, I'm intense. Like every day I self-reflect and I self-analyze and I'm like, why did I say this? And why do I, and not even in an overthinking way, more Mm -hmm. in a, how can I be better? Mm -hmm. Like what, what can I do more? Mm -hmm. How can I feel better? So one of the really cool things, and when I first met you, I was so drawn to you for this reason is when I found out you were doing your health coach stuff, because that's exactly what I did as well. And we both did it for not, not to practice in that industry or in that space and see clients, but more so for ourselves. And both of us couldn't really pinpoint why we did it, which is so funny. Like, you know, I went to university and I have my degrees and I one, I don't use them at all, but then why did I do this thing that I'm not even using? And something just kind of called me to do it. And I think I was trying to get an understanding about a lot of the things you were speaking about. How do you feel like that's helped you as a person be more rounded, be more holistic? What are your thoughts on that? I have been obsessed with food and nutrition and really healthy food my entire life. I don't know if it's because of my upbringing or... She also has a food blog, which is incredible. I do. Um, Girls by my palate. It makes me hungry just looking at it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I do. So I have a food blog, Girls by my palate. I used to, I mean, pre-pandemic, I would travel around the world and go try all different kinds of restaurants around the world, whether it was a little tiny tacos truck on the side of the street or a crazy Michelin restaurant in the middle of Australia. I kind of would just go around and try everything and then I'd go home. I've just had like a really crazy passion for food my entire life. And I'm also, I'm just obsessed with health and wellness and fitness and learning what nourishes your body and what's good for you. And I really just took IAN as a way to just learn more and to understand more about my body because growing up in school, you don't really learn about your body. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really learn about your insides. You may learn about like, this is a tibia or whatever, but they don't teach you, oh, this is what feels good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So Ion was kind of just a way for me to get to know my body more. And also, like, it, it was just weirdly a step on my healing journey. Mm-hmm. And just a way for me to learn more so that I can share with others when I heal them. So if you've got any advice for anyone at home who maybe feels like exactly like you said earlier, mm-hmm. they know that somebody's not quite right, 
with them, whether it be a chronic illness, something inside of them, how they're feeling, their mental health. What advice have you got for anybody at home who's dealing with a similar situation? I would say always listen to your gut mm -hmm. because you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. If your gut is telling you something, your intuition is telling you something, you're probably right. I would say go to the, go to, first of all, I love a holistic route. Look into holistic doctors near you. Go get all of the blood work, go get tested. I would say if you have any, I mean, feel free to message me, DM me on my regular account or my food account. This has to do with mental health too. Mm -hmm. Mental health as well. No matter what you're going through, A, you're not alone. Like you are not alone. But B, there are so many people out there that are, that are willing and ready to help you and just want to help you. And find someone that you trust as well. Mm. That's another good mm. one because mm. it's so funny. I was talking to my Uber driver yesterday. Uh, she was like, I don't trust my doctor. I think they're ripping me off. And it was such a random comment for her to say to me, but it just kind of made me think that so many people feel that way about their health providers, even if it's a psychologist or a doctor yeah. or anyone like that. So make sure you find a team and someone that you can mm. trust and who you genuinely can work well with. That's huge. One of my doctors, I, I did not feel uh, aligned with. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to heal in an environment where you don't feel like you trust your doctor. So mm -hmm. it's a really good one. Well, look, thank you so much for sitting down with us Yay. today. You have an incredible journey, an incredible story. And I know you're gonna help so many women. So thank you for being bold and brave and sharing that with all of us. Oh I appreciate it. Thank you for having me and pushing me outside of my comfort zone. Of course, you killed it. I'm gonna link her below. So if you wanna check her out or if you feel like you need to message her and speak to her about any of this, she's gonna be linked below. And also, what is the quick, easy recipe to impress somebody? in the kitchen? Ugh, banana pancakes. Okay. Banana pancakes. Literally, I have been making these for the last probably six years. They're the easiest thing in the entire world. It's literally two eggs, one banana. You mash up the banana, throw in two eggs, put a ton of cinnamon. You can add a little bit of, tiny bit of almond milk, whatever, but literally you can add whatever you want, fun spices. You put them on the pan, like a little bit of olive oil on the pan, put them on, flip them two minutes each side, medium heat, you're, you're done. You can throw berries and almond butter on top and you, you'll impress anyone. And dinner is served. That's it. And they're easy and they're healthy. <laughs> well, there you go. Look, thank you so much. Yay. I appreciate you. And thank you guys as well for watching. As always, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys very soon.